You remember the Christian parable of the Good Samaritan? Jesus answered the question, Who is my neighbor? with a story showing that it may be not someone you expect, but someone from a hated minority. The same kind of story could be told the other way round to answer the question, Who is my enemy? When I was young, during the Second World War, my enemies were the Germans. But a few years later, when I was sent to Germany during military service, I found no enemies and made many friends. When I was older, during the Cold War, we were told our enemies were no longer fascists, but communists. But when I met communists, although I always disagreed with them, I often liked them. At school, we'd played games against other schools and were told to win. But I hated competitive sport, and I liked our opponents. I was often told atheists were not only wrong, but immoral. But I was an atheist myself, and I always felt both right and moral. Despite the horrors of the Holocaust, I used to hear anti-Semitic talk and see anti-Semitic behaviour. But when I met Jewish people, I found they were much like other people. And when I twice married a Jewish woman, I found they were even nicer. And our children are living witnesses to a final solution of racial prejudice. When I was active in the peace movement and took part in illegal demonstrations, I was arrested and even imprisoned, and it was easy to think of everyone in authority as enemies. But I met several policemen and even prison officers who were decent people, and I liked them a lot. When I became active in the humanist movement, it seemed all religious people ought to be our enemies. But I've had many Christian friends, and I usually get on well with the religious figures I argue against in debates. I suppose there are people who see me as their enemy, but I don't think there's anyone I see as my enemy. I sometimes wonder whether there is something wrong with me, but I know many other people who feel as I do. People like us certainly seem out of place in human biology and human history. If you look at the way the human species has established itself as the dominant form of life, and the way human society has conducted itself in the past and in the present, the pattern seems to consist of our kind of animal treating other kinds of animals as enemies, and then groups of people treating other groups of people as enemies. In the world of nature, we are still destroying other species and damaging the environment in which we all live. And in the world of politics, even in supposedly civilized countries in Europe, there are still random terrorism and sectarian murder, ethnic cleansing and attempted genocide. Of course, there is a struggle for existence in which the fittest survive, and no doubt some self-defense and aggression are necessary to life. But what a pity we can't transcend our biological nature and historical inheritance and transform our anger into a battle against impersonal rather than personal enemies. During the Second World War, President Roosevelt demanded four freedoms. Freedom of speech and worship, and freedom from want and fear. And Lord Beveridge, in his plan for the British welfare state, condemned five giants in the way. Want, disease, ignorance squalor and idleness. Here are surely enemies enough for everyone, and for once a good fight to fight.